hour number two of the show here on your Friday. Good to be with you. Matt Patrick here, 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205. You've, you've heard me talk about how I have been here now almost 14 years, and we have never had a more powerful lineup of hosts on this station in my entire existence. It is absolutely sensational. From Santita Jackson in the morning running all the way into the evening hours, it is great. One of our evening hosts is Patty Vasquez out of uh, WCPT 820 Chicago's Progressive Talk. She's kind enough to join us today. And with big news, because we're moving your show, your show is now going to be at 9 o'clock weeknights right here on AM 950. So I'm very happy. to. to mm-hmm. It's great because we're going to have you between Rick and, and the Ghost Box Radio guys. So you're going to be before they start looking for the Bigfoots and the Sasquatches and the aliens. So that's that's that, that's that's, that's good. <laughs> Well, I was so excited to do Ghost Box a couple months ago because uh, I, I, I'm fascinated by the supernatural and ghost stories. I love all that stuff. Oh, I just I, – I so I'm excited. Thank you. I have Greg on the air. Greg has to set me straight half the time. <laughs> <'Cause I'm>, uh, <laughs> so are you sure it wasn't, I don't know, another animal in the wild? You know, I'm kind of one of those jerks. <laughs> sure. Hey, that's healthy too. I have a great friend uh, who's a regular on my show, Adam Adam Selzer, who – he does ghost tours, but it's more from the – sort of idea of doing um, doing like history aspects to it. Like he'll do cemetery tours, but mm-hmm. he, actually he's on Netflix right now no. on how to be a mob boss. Have you seen this documentary? <laughs> no, always talking heads. No, it's amazing. So he does a whole El Capone segment. So he does a lot of like this really fascinating history of Chicago, but through the guise of like, here's what's supposed to be haunted. And here are these creepy cemeteries. Well, okay. It's really fun. I just talked to the Guthrie Theater. I just talked to the Guthrie Theater up here. They got the Christmas Carol going on, a Christmas Carol over there. Uh What is, in Chicago, what are some of the, okay, every holiday season you have to do blank. What is it in Chicago? In Chicago? Yeah. The Lincoln Park Zoo lights are amazing. (laughs) That's the the thing I have to do every year. And Well, actually, I've got a few. The Museum of Science and Industry has, like, Christmas trees decorated from around the world. Oh, uh, to toss up between those two. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's, that sounds nice. I mean, uh, it, it, it's nice. I like – I've lived in rural America. I've lived out there, and there's a lot of fun out there. But when you get into a major city, some of these cities are just fantastic on the holidays because they're just – it is bright. It's shiny. And let's face it, it's dark out right now. The sun goes down way too early. <laughs> it comes up way too late. It's nice to have all the lights. It is. It's fun. I think a little bit of both. I dated a boy who uh, who lived in Jacksonville, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Kind of a small, you know, it's, it's a bigger rural town. Um, and I love the coziness, too, of like, you know, the communities and people coming in from their farms and, and gathering, too. That was always fun. I have to say, though, yeah, you're, I mean, like our whole skyline lights up. I think they do this in Minneapolis-St. Paul where the the high-rises have like the the festive lighting, whether it's, you know, blue and white or green and red. I, I love all that, too. It's just, it's magnificent. Oh, it is nice. Uh, hey, it's uh, one person we'll need to get a Christmas gift for is uh, George Santos. Uh, he's <laughs> he's kind of feeling glum right now. Uh, you pair of Ferragamos, maybe? <laughs> well, when you screwed up so bad, you're in the, the same category as Confederates. You know, that's, yeah. that's you yeah. know, it, they they wanted him gone. And I have to admit, I, I there was a part of me that was wondering if they would actually do it, but they got rid of him. He is right. no longer in the U.S. House. Well, I love his exit. He's like, I'm going to get you all. I've got the tea on every. I'm going to spill the tea. I've got domestic violence and fraud. And 
you know, so I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's what took them longer, you know, and they just had to figure out how to shield themselves with whatever <laughs> dirt he's going to fling at them. I don't know. Oh, I, I think he is, I think Santos, when he said reality show, host or contestant right. or personality. Uh, I think that that's, he realizes he has no other future outside of that. So he'll be the train wreck. And I, I think he's going to embrace that, uh, you know, and completely, which is great for us because I mean, I, I guarantee that's going to be a lot of dirt on, on some Republicans that are probably going to come on out, but it, it is once again, the sign that you and I, it, you, we both have talked about is that, you know, it's the inferior quality of your standard Republican politician today. It just, it's amazing how bad these guys are at this point. Oh, it really is. And I don't, I don't, I don't know which legislator it was. A Republican was saying that his family, he and a, a family member were both frauded out of a bunch of money because of that credit card, like every you know monthly billing. Yeah. So apparently, if it you know if it happened to somebody else or it didn't you know attack his family, he wouldn't have cared. You know, I think that that was like where was that guy before today making those claims mm-hmm. that he had been <laughs> that he had been mm-hmm. cheated out of money? But yeah, they, it is absolutely astounding to me that uh, here you get you have a guy who actually hasn't been convicted yet. They want to get rid of him because he's such a, a burden to them. And yet the big guy's got, what, 91 indictments, 91 charges against him? Yeah. It's insane. Well, and, it's absolutely and, insane. And you said something there which is just so spot on. How come you guys just can't do this? How come you guys yeah. you just go out there and say, that guy's trash, he needs to go? Why is it always yeah. after you've retired or you're announced you're not running again, then all of a sudden you find your spine? Yeah. Oh, I, I it, it's, and it's because it has nothing to do with serving the American people. Yep. We know that every single time a Republican wins the White House and when we, what we hear coming from those chambers, it's never about doing what's right for people, making sure that they're happy, healthy, and safe. It's all about power and protecting their special interests. That's it. Yeah, it is. And, and they, and they, it is, it is such a grift on, on all yeah. levels that, you know, even when they themselves are, are, are ripped off, they don't care. It, I, I've been amazed. I've, I've watched it with the Minnesota Republican Party. I mean, they're still $400,000 in debt. I mean, this is, this is a party. You probably didn't know this. So about, Eight or nine years ago, the trucks rolled up to the Republican headquarters in Minnesota to evict them. They had to run out, so they had to make a <laughs> yeah. quick call and get someone to scratch out a check, a check to basically keep them in there. You know, that's another element. If we can say the amount of Republicans who talk about fiscal responsibility, but my God, how oh. many of them can't balance their own checkbooks to save their caboose? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and the thing about that, too, is we see, like, I don't know if you watched, I didn't get a chance to see all of it, but the debate with, uh, with DeSantis and, uh, and Newsom. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the idea, like, he's talking about how Florida has a surplus and we have the best economy, and it is coming at such a tremendous cost to the people of Florida, whether it's people with disabilities, uh, people who are, you know, perhaps uh, getting older and need some support. Uh, the it's, government is not supposed to run at a profit. If you have a surplus, it means that you are not, again not serving your constituents. You are not helping people. No, and and considering the two things: one, how bad just the you know, and there's a lot of things in Florida we can talk about that are bad. The healthcare system yeah. down there is atrocious, and you can't get yeah. your house insured down there anymore. Yes. You can sit there all day long and talk about how much surplus you got. One hurricane's going to absolutely cripple you, and that's when you come hat in hand to the rest of the country and say, you need to help us. And I'm like, you know, okay, first thing, get rid of DeSantis. 
Exactly. Well, that's that's what I didn't even know till a few years ago is how much of a donor state uh, places like Illinois and Minnesota and uh, mostly blue states end up having to because Florida doesn't have an income tax because they can't withstand, as you mentioned, a, a big storm and we have to send federal funding down there. And yet the same Republicans would vote against other states, blue states, you know, whether it's a fire in California or, you know, other st- tornadoes. In, uh, in Wisconsin or something, they don't want they'll vote no to that. It's, abs- it's just, you know, they never have the best interests of people, of human beings in general at heart. Well, you remember in Kentucky when those horrible tornadoes went down there and ripped apart that yep. state and, and, and Biden goes down there. And he's there, and here it is. Your your community is devastated. Here he is with the federal government's checkbook saying, how much do you guys need? And still uh-huh. some idiot can't help themselves start screaming, let's go, Brandon. And you just sort of say to yourself, how broken – and the good thing is there were conservatives that so were so upset and angry at that moment that they finally woke up, that finally that kind of shook them awake that oh, maybe this is not the best path. But the reality is they've got, they've got this brainwashed – voter base on on the MAGA side that just they can't help themselves. Here's a guy to help you and help your community, help you, everyone you know, get back on their feet and you can't help yourself. You still have to insult them. It is it is really something to, to marvel at the, the depth of, I guess, disassociation. And I don't know if it's if it's, it's just sheer hatred or uh, having to own the libs. Uh, really believing that that you know people are coming, whether it's they're coming for your guns, they're coming for your child sexuality, they're coming mm-hmm. for the Bible, all these different things. But you know, the idea that they want to have prayer in school but not feed kids a school lunch—I <laughs> mean, like, make that make sense. None of it. It, it, it is a, a tremendous amount of delusion, and I don't know. I mean, like some people seem to snap out of it, like you mentioned. Some people are, like see it in real time and go, "Wait a minute." But it's not enough to make no. a difference. It really isn't. Well, a lot of their Bibles don't have the Gospel of Matthew in there, because <laughs> you know, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, you guys, oh, you just don't want to. Oh, okay, there. Hey, we, what? What are, yeah, Patty Vasquez, once again, joining us at 9 o'clock starting on Monday right here in the evenings on AM 950. And, what? And people are going to be listening to you here uh, <sighs> in Chicago. We're super excited about that. So congratulations for joining us. I'm I'm very excited. Let's let's put it this way. Yes. This is I feel a WCPT is where you're at down there. That is brethren territory. That is those. This is okay. I this is where I want to be. It's it's these kind of lineups, these kind of radio stations where you know the common sense is coming through. Because I was going to ask you, how about this? What are we going to do with Wisconsin. You're on one side, I'm on the other side. What is going... That used to be... The worst thing about them used to be the Packers fans. But now, <laughs> they, they're just this this delusional nutbaggery of, of far-rightism that, you know, I don't yeah. care that... I, I, I don't care that the Republican policies have not, pretty much wiped out the dairy industry in Wisconsin. I'm still voting yeah. Republican. I, I, uh, I, I cannot understand. We need to fix Wisconsin. I'm from, and you can go in from the south side. I'll come in from the, the west side. Right. I agree. <laughs> Every week we talk to uh, Dan Schaefer. He writes uh, the Recombobulation Area, so he covers everything Wisconsin. I, and I should introduce you. Um, but he, I, I, I try to have him explain it to me every single week. I don't know if you saw that their speaker, uh, DeVos, when they called a special session to to tackle the issue of child care, right, because they, he didn't want to fund it. The Republicans didn't want to fund it. And he went down to Brazil. I'm not kidding you. Mm. When they were supposed to be in special session, 
He was like, oh, yeah, I've got this conference I have to go to. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, in Brazil. It's all, it's, in Brazil. It's all in the gerrymandering. I mean, because mo- the majority of Wisconsinites support women's right to choose. The majority yep. of Wisconsinites support, you know, fair maps. They support uh, regulations on guns. It is just the way they've gerrymandered it in order to ma- maintain control. That's really the bottom line. Well, and here's and what we've got to break through that. And here's another thing I'll put on this, okay? Because usually with statewide races, the the Democrats win there. You got to call it out where the problem is. The state Democratic Party over there, the last election cycle, did not run two candidates in U.S. House races. Did not even run them, which, you know, just that, 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 that avalanche is right down the ticket. That all of a sudden you make it much more difficult for any, you know, state house or assembly person to, 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 to win in those districts. You got to take it seriously. One of the reasons why Minnesota kicks ass is because we take every race seriously. And even districts where it's, uh, you know, plus 20 red, you're going to get a DFL candidate out there and we're going to run. I know Illinois, you do the same thing down there. Chicago is is a powerhouse for us. It, it just you can't just go out there and put a half game, you know, a half complete game plan together and think you're going to get good results. I mean, it yeah, you're right. Gerrymandering, the Republican nefar- the nefarious Republican agenda, but it also is there are, you know, unforced errors on the Democratic side in Wisconsin that need to be addressed. Absolutely. It, it is. And we have a friend, um, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Jess Piper. She's a dirt road dem yep. out of Missouri. Yeah, I know she's Jess. Amazing. Yeah. And she, you know, she talks about making sure you have challengers in every single race. And you're absolutely right because it elevates what we are fighting for. You know, if people know that they're not alone, first of all, in supporting women's autonomy or supporting, uh, you know, fair labor practices, all these things that, they really, I think the majority of Americans do support. If you're not going to have that conversation, if you're going to let someone just have the seat, then we're not going to move the ball down the field for sure. Well, and I just was bringing this up with the Santos vote. Um, you have three Republicans who voted to keep Santos in office. I would be down in Minnesota 1, Minnesota 7 right now hammering away. Now, Minnesota 7 is Michelle Fishbach. It's the most red district in the state. But if you can pick up one or two of those Minnesota House seats there, that's a huge win. And trust me, even Republicans don't like George Santos. That is, that is a, that's a stinger that you can go out there and go on the attack with. It just is, that's what you need to do. You can't, there, there is no friends. There's no off season. There is, there is, there's, you've got to go out there and fight every single day to try to basically yeah. to win this because it just is democracy on the line at this point. Yeah. It, it, well, and that's the hardest thing to get across, right? Because people say we're, we're, we're using, you know, those words too, too freely. Like this, it's not fascism. It's not, dictatorship and like do you see what they have planned for 2025 oh yeah firing people who aren't you know pledging allegiance to the new administration that uh, they want to imprison you know thousands hundreds of thousands of immigrants or deport them uh the things that they have planned i i don't know i guess it seems like too far off or oh that yeah because look we were patted on the head for decades oh don't worry roe v wade isn't going anywhere we saw a committee after committee hearing with, with appointees to the Supreme Court saying, no, it's law of the land. We're not going to change. We're not going to contest it. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are with women die- being charged. In Ohio, a woman is being charged because she had a miscarriage at home. And they're, they're saying it's, it's, a, it's a form of manslaughter. <sighs> that she, you know. 
Un- and this is where we are. Well, and, and the Republicans are so scared of it. I mean, that's last uh, the last off-year election we just had. In Virginia, they, right. tr- they tried that new moderate abortion tone, and it still did not win. I mean, it is something there. You don't take away people's rights and expect them to take the, the, the light version of it back. You've got to be able to right. – and that's on the table. Tanks rolling down the street. They want to build concentration camps. The, the Trump administration, I, I can get it. Some people are upset about certain things, but – you know, if you don't see where we're going with the fascism trend on the right side at this point, everyone votes and everyone votes Democrat because that's the only way you're going to save democracy at this point. Right. It gives. It, look, you fight to you live to fight a, another day by saving democracy and voting for Biden. And I'm so tired of all the debates. I I I love what Biden has accomplished. Yep. He wasn't my candidate in 2020. That was not that was not who I voted who I would have voted for. Uh, but by the time he made it to the primary in Illinois, he was already the the, the, the uh, leader in the pack. But you know, I've, I'm impressed. He's surpassed. It, it, whether it's because of his experience, um, whether he's surrounded himself with all the right people, he's making all the right moves. And I'm I am riding this horse. I'm I like I like what Newsom I like what Newsom said yesterday. It's like I don't care if he's 100. I'd take him at 100 than you at <laughs> right now <laughs> to DeSantis. That was a nice line. Uh, you know he's he, he's delivered that infrastructure bill is a once in a generation sort of thing that we got done. Yeah. And you know and we always we forget he took over after Trump and there was zero plan in place to deal with COVID. He took over COVID. In, 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 as it was beating us all down and he was able to basically turn things around on that level. He has been a very good president. He's got my vote easily. This is not a question because I can see what's on the other side of the aisle at this point. Absolutely. And I get that people aren't feeling it. You know, I, I get that the all the improvements, all the investments, I have not yet had a day-to-day impact when we see that grocery prices are so high. I want to know how much of the price escalation is also due to price gouging? Oh. You know, how much of it is, you know, a lot of these companies saying, oh, well, if they were willing to pay that, then we don't have to, we don't have to bring the prices back down. We'll just leave them there. That's the new baseline. A reminder, this is what I, I'll, I'll say this, and you're going to hear this in Chicago. I say this all the time. It's not inflation if corporate corporate profits are at record levels that's just plain old-fashioned greed there is it's inflation does not exist you cannot have those two things together it's not inflation if if you're having massive corporate profits it is just that's the company's basically robbing us blind because they got so incensed that we got covid money as civilians they want that money back and so they're gouging us Yes, I agree. And, and I, I still, I, I struggle every single day when Chicago is pointed to as being this, you know, I think after you saw a couple of days ago, there was a committee hearing on gun violence. And I can't remember the guy's name from Louisiana asking her Kennedy, about, Kennedy. You, know, what, you know, how come it's a open shooting range in Chicago? And like every day, and, and here's the thing, a lot of the street crimes, a lot of the violence is because people have to develop in, in marginalized communities, their own kind of economy. And street crimes cost about $16 billion. You know, some studies will be different, but it's over $400 billion to a trillion dollars in white-collar crimes, whether it's tax evasion or you know, wage wage theft. I mean, it, it runs the gamut, and it creates the street crime. But people would rather point fingers 
at people who are poor and disenfranchised than they will at the corporate power and the billionaires. It's insane. I loved how Kennedy got put back on his heels by that witness who basically said, oh, no, the the, the gun crime rate in your own state is much worse than Chicago. Yes. And, you know, he just he didn't have anything. To, he, he couldn't get out of that one fast enough. He was, he was stumbling to get out of that one. Uh, but it's it's the truth. It's they they basically create these lies. I get Republicans up here who sit there and vilify the city that they live in. I'm like, you mean my town? The Minneapolis-St. Paul is great. Chicago is great. Yeah, there are problems, but it's not. Have you been to some of these other places where you guys say it's wholesome, don't try that, and a small town kind of crap? Right. My dear Lord, no. It's it's We are doing just fine, It's it's they, but they need their punching bag. They really do. And I, I, I think we've talked since I've been to Minneapolis. I was yep. in Minneapolis in... In September, oh my God! You, I, I, yes, I think I told you how jealous I am. I love our state capital. Springfield is beautiful, but man, I really loved your building. I, I, and again, I think Minneapolis, St. Paul, you guys evade those sort of uh, criticisms. I don't know why Chicago. <laughs> you know, they're not pointing fingers at you calling you all kinds of names, are they? Or am I missing it? Oh, they they do locally, but then I say, but yeah, you guys sure come down for the Vikings game, don't you? You know, they, they, that's like, <laughs> yeah, right? like it's like you sure you sure like when Taylor Swift is in town, don't you? All of a sudden, you're coming down here, but of course they all come like I barely survived. It's like okay, you don't have to come back. We we're we're fine without yeah. you. So the next time you're up here, let me know. I I'm, I'll take you around. We'll go have some fun and get a good good meal too. Okay. Excellent. I would love to. I would love to. And I'm going to be down in Chicago coming up here uh, probably in April. So I'll, I'll make sure I, I, I keep you in, uh, keep you up to date on that. So once again, Monday night, Patty's show moves to 9 p.m. So you can listen to her at 9 right here on AM 950. And I'm going to be heading down to Chicago, 9 p.m. in Chicago time. You'll hear the 3 o'clock hour of the show down there. So I'm really looking forward to it, Patty. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. I will talk to you very <laughs> soon. Patty Vasquez, of course, once again, are at 9 p.m. starting Monday, 9 p.m. host right here on AM 950. Powerhouse freaking lineup. God, I'm proud to be here. Let's take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.